I'm taking just a brief moment to tell you about Anchor, which is the platform that I am using to record my podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. And who doesn't want free? There are also certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your iPhone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and have fun doing it. This is Christy from Life Struggles, and I have my co-host, Melinda. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I am decked out of my Christmas stuff and ready to talk about an awesome, awesome movie. You got Grinch on. Uh, yeah, he, he's my main Christmas dude. <laughs> oh, her and her Grinch. Her Grinch. <laughs> And I'm Cindy Luhu, but I don't have Cindy Luhu on tonight. We can't even tell what I have on. I just have Christmas trees. I have a Christmas village. I like it. When I saw it today, I thought it was super cute. I, yeah. And not like super crazy flashy either. It's really no, just it's it's very not. adorable. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Anyway, yeah. so tonight we're going to discuss Crown for Christmas. Yes. I'm so excited. So I'm going to tell a little bit uh, of what I know, and we're kind of just going to share back and forth. And, you know, she's the one that is so good at this, so it'll probably be more her than me. But so first of all, it's called Crown for uh, Christmas, and it was, um, I think, televised in 2015 first. I think, yeah. Um, so the director, oh, I got some notes here, was Alex Zam. And let's see, Danica? Danica. Is it Danica? Yes. There is a name Danica, but I think that's with a K, D-A-N-I-K-A. -A. Oh. So it is Danica, Danica you said? Danica, yeah. And Keller. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've seen her in a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies this year. A lot. Yes. But her co-star is uh, Rupert Penry Jones. I believe he's from England. I think he's okay. an English actor. And I really did not find a lot of information out about him. Mm -hmm. So. Um, oh, gosh, that's a cute outfit. Was <laughs> <laughs> it his cute outfit? <laughs> Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> that, that looks familiar to me. <laughs> okay. So after getting fired from her job as a maid at a Ritz New York City hotel, a Ritzy one. So I didn't, I did, I never did figure out if it was a Ritz Carlton or if it was just a Ritzy. Yeah. I think it's just a Ritzy. I don't know if they would use a name Back like that in there. Well, uh, they would. 
They could. Yeah. It looked like yeah, Ritz Carlton. Yeah, it looked very nice. No, but I mean, it looked like one of the Ritz Carlton hotels. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I've never been to one or looked at one. So yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, she was, um, well, she was a maid there. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and start from what I remember as the beginning. And oh my gosh, do I remember? Was their last name Reed or Lead? Um, no, let me see. A team, um, what do they call Reed? it? Team Evans. Evan. Evans. Evan. Team yeah. Evans, yes. Okay, so one of the things that I, I like about this movie is that they don't really go into um, any kind of darkness whatsoever. So although, okay, so Allie is the oldest sister and she was majoring in art at an art school, uh, university, mm -hmm. and their parents were killed and the, her two siblings were younger than she was and not of age. So she quit school and she went home to take care of them and help raise, finish raising them and get them through college. But they never said ever how, what happened to the parents or any, anything dark, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I want to say, I don't know why, when I first started writing, I was, I thought it was car accident, but I, you're right. I don't think it says they, exactly they never, what it was. No, I watched it 10 times now. Did you? Okay. Because <laughs> I wanted to know if they ever did say what they died from. Yeah, they did. And it doesn't. They kept it, they, they kept it light. They did keep it very light mm -hmm. because it wasn't really focused on that. Um, but also the other thing is that like she wasn't bitter that she had to raise her siblings, even, mm -hmm. even though they were a handful, which of course right. we would never get to see either because by the time she comes into the picture with, you know, being the maid and all that stuff. They, well, the one was in college and the other one was in acting school. Um, so they were pretty much over 18. Yeah. Still living together as a family. And you, even though Allie could have went back to school or whatever, she had to help pay the bills because um, I don't even remember her brother's name or if it even mattered he wasn't in it that much it really wasn't about him yeah just like a, a couple lines or a couple scenes right because yeah. the movie wasn't really about him but i i know that he was in college still mm -hmm. so um but he was he was still very supportive of her and and he worked also to help support them so all three of them worked and was paying the bills and none of them complained about it right so I felt like throughout even throughout the whole movie even though there were some struggles that everybody took them and just dealt with them yeah and they didn't let it stop them no never just kept they going positive positive attitudes and you know especially Allie and maybe that's why the other two ended up being like that because of her but so I really like that. Um, not all the Christmas movies that we're going to watch are going to be like that. So, I mean, they're probably all going to end up happy in some way, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to have, you know, show sadness in between. Yeah, exactly. And just this one, I didn't see 
any any sadness. It was just a, a feel good all the way. Yes. Okay. So I me being said that, go ahead and tell me your part of the movie and I'll jump in when I remember parts and yeah. So you talk about um how Allie's character, along with her sister, was fired from their job um, as a maid at that Ritzy Hotel. Well, this is where you meet the other starring lead role in this movie, um, which is uh, King Maximilian. Right. And it's actually his room that they are cleaning. And she, uh, Allie, allows her sister to go to a uh, casting call um, that she got a call back for. So she's like, I, I was going to say, this. I believe it was a callback. Yes. That yeah. So she's important. like, I got this. Exactly. Because she knew it'd be good for her sister. She's like, just go ahead. Well, the the head honcho comes up and makes a comment about a VIP who's been waiting longer than they should have. And because of the condition that this room was left in, one person was just taking too long. So she got fired for it. And the VIP person actually happened to be a hotel reviewer. Yes. And had been waiting like three or four hours over the time yes. that she was scheduled to get in. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how she ended up uh, without a job. Before that, she bumped into him in the hallway. Yes, she does. Well, yep. she's going, she's rushing down the hallway with her cart to get to those last three rooms, I believe it was, mm-hmm. um, to, to get done for the day. And she went around the corner and bumped into him. And yep. you know what? Right then, like as they're both, you know, she does all her uh, embarrassed conversation. <laughs> Handed him soap and chocolate <laughs> to make so up the fact funny. that she rammed it with the cart. <laughs> that was so funny. She didn't know. And, 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 you know, she didn't even know that he was anybody. Yeah. So she must have been that just that kind of person, period. Yeah. Um, but what was cool was when they were both walking away they both turn around to look at each other so there must have been some kind of attraction right from the beginning right okay so continue on so then so at this point she doesn't know who he is or that that the room she's about to clean is or was his yes so as she's you know right after she's been fired from her job she hands up uh maximilian had left his father's watch upstairs on the nightstand or on the, the side table so she she grabbed that and gave it to the boss saying, you know, hey, this person left this here. Um, and that uh, it was taken notice by um, what was the guy's name? Who? Uh, Butler? Uh, yeah, I don't uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy who accompanied King Maximilian on his trip. That was all he took notice. Problem. Yeah, so, took okay, notice so that to, she had given that back. So to begin with, when. Uh, Max was checking out downstairs and the butler was with him that's when he had said you know oh you know you better check and see what time it is because we don't want to miss a flight and when he went to check his watch he noticed it was gone so then the butler said I will go up and find it you know so Max remembered where he had left it Mm -hmm. and told the butler okay go ahead so that was good timing on that part because then you know he was able to see that you know the butler saw that you know heard that she was fired and she was still honest and gave back the watch so you cut to the next scene where she's home and you know they're trying to figure out what they're going to do and 
there's a knock on the door. Well, now, wait a minute. What did he tell? What did he tell the butler, though, um, when he was actually leaving his room to go down to check out? Because he had left the room a mess. He knew he was leaving it a mess. Oh, yes. To make sure that they're well compensated for for the best. Right. Because he had friends. Yes. So yeah. he, you can tell right off the bat that even though he's royalty, he seems to, you know, take a little bit concern in areas like that. You know, make sure that they're taken care of and they're well compensated for the mess because... Yeah, it's just not cool. <laughs> and honestly, if I didn't know that he was a king, I would have never thought of him as royalty. Like he wasn't, mm -hmm. he didn't act snobbish. He he acted like normal people. Yeah, well, you know, when he's in New York, so when he makes a comment later on in the movie that he likes going to New York because no one knows who he is and they right. treat him like a normal person. Yep. And so that's probably the vibe that we're catching early on. But yeah, mm -hmm. you don't even realize, you wouldn't even realize his royalty if you didn't you know, hear King Maximilian. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that he ever liked the royal being somebody royal. Yeah. And, and, and you, you see that throughout yeah, the I see movie. that throughout the whole movie. So, okay. So you were at the point where the butler shows up. Mm -hmm. he, yes. Well, first he shows up at the hotel though, while she's leaving. So he watches her get fired. Yes. Yes. Okay, so then he must do, I, I think he does some background check on her. Yes, to be able to locate her, but he's right. got an alternative motive here. Yeah, yes. so go ahead with that. Yeah, so he, he tracks her down after doing, you know, some background checks because um, they wanted to reward her for her honesty, you know, and the fact that she's lost her job because she couldn't clean up that mess, you know, in a, a quick enough time. So he shows up at the door and um, offers her a check. And this gives you an idea of her, you know, an even deeper idea of how good of a person she is because she, she turns it down. Even though he made the comment, you know, I know bills are behind, you know, and she's trying, you know, he knows what's in her account. And, you know, it kind of takes her by surprise. She's like, how do you, how do you know all this? She's like, you had me checked out. He kind of had to because you know he's on official royal business um but you know she turns down that check but then they bond over um, a bowl of mulligan stew which i guess is a favorite of his from when he was a kid so mulligan to me sounds irish maybe i don't yeah, think they I, ever I, talked about that um right the butler's name is fergus that's right that's his name i couldn't remember yeah but it, it's nice because he sits down and he has dinner with her and her brother and sister. And they just all kind of get to know each other on a quick little, you know, little dinner date. And, and I think then, that's where he sees, I, I believe, I don't think when he went there that he was going to actually offer her a job yet. Yes. I mean, yeah. I think he did do the background check to see that she was a good person and all that kind of stuff and honest and whatever yes. and get her address. but. To see her interact with her siblings and and how they said they were like such a handful and she agreed, but yet they were all laughing about it and yes. she wasn't complaining ever about it. And I think that's probably when he made that decision that she would make a perfect governess. Yes. I mean, they don't yeah. say that, but. Well, yeah, because he says that, you know, he wants to offer her a job and it would be 
you know, overseas, she'd have to, you know, fly over and, but he, it, it just, as a seven, it would be for, yeah. Yeah. She royal has family. no clue that if she takes this job, that it's going to be for royal family. He leaves that part out. So he gives her, you know, 24 hours to decide. And, and before you know it, there's a car picking her up to take her. And, and then thinking back now, I really, really, should I take this off? It's, it's making a lot of noise. It doesn't matter to me if it's bothering you. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> hey, this is perfect. There you go. Just let it fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, that I, I think that her um, having to think about it had really an unselfish reason and that was what about her siblings mm -hmm. and and not really their opinion but how were they going to survive how was she going to take care of them you know she was used to always being there they were used to always having her and i think even though they didn't show that they i think they showed a very small part of just the two of them the other the other siblings yes. in the morning saying you should go you should go this is a yeah. really good opportunity yeah they're like absolutely and I, and I if i remember correctly she eventually she does accept that check as an advance on payment for her job that's what well that's what he says to her yeah to consider this in advance yeah so i i can't help but wonder if maybe that did influence a little bit knowing that there's so. this money here that then her siblings are like go ahead and go so yes, yeah, so she takes this job. I think so. And, yeah, I think yeah. that that had somewhat to do with it. Mm -hmm. And like, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to go to that city? Oh, I know. It's and of course she doesn't know. So so go on to when, <laughs> when she she's in the palace. <laughs> I I have two words for you, and it's Princess Theodora, who yeah. uh, is played by um. Let me make sure I get it right, Ellie. Is it Botrell or Botrell? Botrell. Botrell. I think and it's Botrell, but it, it might be. Botterell. Yeah, and Botterell. it, and she is one very ornery, rebellious princess who, as we find out, has been through multiple governesses in so many months. <laughs> I, I think she gets hit by a snowball right away when she's being introduced to the king. Yes. So she's up in that upper window looking out as the king's pulling up and then she recognizes him like, oh my gosh, this is the guy I bumped in the hallway and that the little princess oh, no. throws that. Well, go ahead. Because I think she was already in the house because she, she was she looking was out already, that window. Okay. Well, she was already up in her window, but she doesn't, she's not recognizing him yet. She just heard the noises that he was, he was oh, arriving okay. and opened right. the window to see what was oh, yes. going on and then she gets nailed by a snowball she actually didn't recognize him until he walked into the into the palace both of yeah. them so when you know she gets hit by that snowball it, it, you can tell everyone's very reserved there very proper so she's yelling you know yeah you better run or whatever it was yeah. <laughs> and they all look up at her like but she's a New Yorker and they're like, that's all they can say. She's from New York, you know, and it's just a different world where they're at. So I think it's at that point when he looks up, when she yells that. Yes. That she recognizes him, but he didn't recognize her yet. Yeah, I don't think so. So that 
she was just like you can just tell by the look on her face she's like oh my gosh oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy I hit with my cart <laughs> yes and he's a king yes and then she finds so yeah she finds out this is it's for royalty and you know of course that tidbit was left out as well as you know just how many governesses this young girl has been through and you know she does everything she can this little one to get rid of Allie but I think well, she's, she starts out she met besides her match. the fact that she threw the snowball to begin with I think she also had a snake in her drawer yes and then took the schedule so took the you know schedule. they put schedules outside the door every morning and she had no clue she well one took it right <laughs> so she's late for everything but somehow still manages to do the job and you can see after about the second to third interaction you can start to see that you can tell this is going to be different because the little girl kind of I think feels like yeah she could she can handle me yeah and it kind of softens up a bit I think the the biggest part of her accepting her was probably when she stuck the worm in her face and, yes and then also and and she was like not upset about that whatsoever right and she said all the other governess were scared of them yeah and and then she just uh, so Allie Allie just started talking to her about so you like playing them in the garden house and blah 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 and she said this yeah. was my mom's yes and then she asked her a little bit about her mom and I think that's probably when she softened the most yeah like I was gonna say that's my favorite scene in this whole movie is when they're just digging around in the dirt and she's like what about this one and she hangs in her face she's like well, yeah that's a good one they bond over the fact that you know Allie's just treating her like a kid she's not treating her like this proper princess that has to be squeaky clean not playing in the dirt not playing with worms they're bonding just Allie's personality she wasn't trying mm -hmm. to impress I don't think she ever tried to impress anybody no she's just like this is me <laughs> yeah I mean like she she would always I, I I don't know I thought she was the cutest thing just when she made her little airs because you know she was around a royal family and she had never been you know especially like her first time that she was going to have to curtsy when she left oh she like kind of meeting the backwards king, for meeting the king and that, yeah oh. and that's after like she got in trouble by i don't even want to call him his handler but whoever that other guy was uh, that was giving uh, her a hard time he was so mean but you know she to show forward. yeah to show princess theodora that she wasn't going to be intimidated by her she's like you know kick this ornament in so she gives that ornament and kick it and nails uh, what well, you could assume you hear I think it hits the the king in the head or something yeah and, I'm not sure if it was in the head or somewhere else <laughs> yeah right so she she hits them with this and they bring her in and you know she's getting the, the talking to from the chancellor and the king this is how how you can kind of tell that he's not as serious and as straightforward as everybody else when he kind of gives this little smile or and they have this conversation about what she's here for he was firm but he wasn't incredibly stern he wasn't being he wasn't degrading he just knows that this is not her normal environment and you know he she gets a little smile from him after the fact yeah and then 
you know, tries to take out the chair as she curtsies. <laughs> what did you think of, of, of him? Of, like, I didn't like him from the beginning. <laughs> the chancellor or the king? Chancellor. Yeah, you can tell that there is just, I wasn't a fan. Like, I understand having your royal duties as king and how they, you know, how one should behave. He, I think he made the comment that that's not how our governance behaves or something along those lines. And I'm thinking this whole time they've been through so many. Okay, I get that. Um, but throughout the whole thing, he was still, uh, he, he wasn't even nice to the king. No, he was, it was almost like he wanted the power himself. He, right. he was just very, yeah, and like hell on taking him down. Actually, was I can't. Remember. I know that he worked with his dad, the king's dad, before right. he passed. It, but you know, I, you know what? I can't I, remember. I put it in my notes. I think because you know, I I know he's trying to push for that for an arranged marriage and for all this to go down like it's supposed to, how it has been for hundreds of years and whatnot. But he was just, I, I don't remember his exact job, but he is just, well, he's I not do, nice. Well, he's called the advisor for oh, the, the advisor. throne. Okay. Advisor okay. for the throne. Yeah. So his job is to advise, not, you know, but he really was forceful in his role. Yeah. And to me, like, I don't know. I think Max was old enough to not have to have somebody reminding him constantly of what his duty was and how he was supposed to act and all that. But anyway, right. so I, I, I didn't like him. Yeah, no, that actor did the a part very well. good job. Yes, it's a very good job because yeah, I didn't like him either. And I guess, you know, if you can You're make that happen. To. Yeah, so hey, okay, I think he did good. <laughs> yeah, okay, so go ahead. So where are you at? at? Um, yeah, so we get to the point to where Princess Theodora is experiencing something a whole new with this new governess. You know, they're baking cookies together. They're making homemade Christmas decorations, just like her and her mom used to do. And, and Allie, she's making it fun. The whole time is disobeying all the rules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, you know, she was late for this picture and, you know, you still see the jeans underneath the royal cute dress that she's wearing. She's like, tuck them up, tuck them up. And, but it just, it's, it, even though she's going against, you know, the rules or, or inadvertently or on purpose, or whatever it is, you know. I think she was just being had, herself. She was just trying yeah. to take care of, of Theodora and yeah. have fun. Yeah. And well, and, and in the process, the whole castle gets it on the fun from a snowball fight to making cookies to singing Christmas carols just stuff that they're not used to hearing or doing or seeing and she slow or she quickly becomes almost like one of them you know she sits and has dinner with them when usually governesses have dinner in their room and, and you know they, they just kind of take her out of their wing except for Oh, that, oh, uh, what's her name? I don't think I wrote it down. There is one who is like, um, I don't even know what her, what was her job title? Well, like they introduced her and she showed she her was, around the castle. She was over um, all of the household 
Yes. So like, you know, like the main house. Yeah. She was not a fan. Wasn't just the maid. She was over the maids, over the kitchen. The cooks. Yeah. So I don't even know what you would call her position, but she was not happy (laughs) with these changes. Yeah. See what, I don't, like I said, I don't know what her, what they called her, but I can't remember her name, but she was used to things being one way. Her name was Amy Martin and um, but you can tell she had been doing the shop for a long time because rules were rules and the way things are the way things are and this whole new shakeup is not not what she is. I'm sorry do you know um, when I named who the um, producer was 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 he actually from there's a lot of actors in this movie from England there are and I'm not sure honestly let me check my notes to see if I have anything I don't but I would think you could probably find that maybe on like international movie database I know that they have a lot of um info like you can click on the certain actors or producers or directors and whatnot um okay well I guess that really doesn't matter I was just curious um so her name was Alexandra no Alexandra Evans never mind that was the princess that wanted to be oh okay oh and then Emma Sutton she was the nice um lady that was actually over the cooks the cooks yeah she was so sweet but I liked her character did you get this out of this but was she in love with the butler yeah I think because he talks you about a young boy. person that she made a mistake of not getting married to yep with okay. that, that dress that she had oh yeah okay yep. I so caught on to that yeah yeah okay. so um so she's she's in good with the, with most of the staff, and she's definitely got uh, Princess Theodora. You know, she's got that bond with her now, and it's a very quick bond. You know, like I was kind of surprised coming in. You know, you hear that this you know little princess has had all these governesses, and then within a you know less than a, like a what less than two days, and they're very close. She's enjoying her time with her, and then you see. Um, her interactions, uh, Allie's interactions with the king, they go horseback riding. And y- you you see that spark that you initially thought you saw when she ran into him with the card, they both turn around with each other, but it's only confirmed even more when they do the the horseback riding because uh, that head, uh, uh, the head chef lady made that comment that he's doesn't, he's never taken anybody horseback riding before. And you can tell that there are feelings there that are starting to grow. I think right from the very beginning, he liked her because she was so real. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's just like his wife who had passed. She wasn't royal. She right. was an American. Right. Yeah. But he, I can just see everything that she did, like, even though he knew that uh what's his face oh, the advisor yeah yes that he would disagree with everything and he was just all about 
be in Royal and stuff that, you know, he'd kind of snicker. Um, but yeah. everything that she did had, had have that smile about it. He, you could just tell he liked, he liked, yeah. she was going against the Royal rules and liked the yeah. way that she was interacting with his child and being a real person instead of, you know, well, like the one he was supposed to marry. Yes. Well, and you know, that's how you, like, you know, made the comment that we saw that he was not, you could tell he wasn't a fan of, you know, being king or, or all the rules that came with being a king, but you, you talked to- would have to, rather not been born of the royal family. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he, his dad, you know, you can, here and there in the movie, you can tell that his dad was, you know, he was a king and he wasn't always there for him as a child as he needed him to be. And you can kind of see how that's affected him as he now, like he doesn't want to really play by the rules. He's got, we find out he's got an arranged marriage. He doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to play any of that. Right. And it's, but his dad died suddenly and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, his wife had passed and his dad died. So he went from being a widow with a child. It, it? It was very, very close together. So this poor guy went from being a widower, single dad, losing a parent to king and there were just so many things that he did not want to have to do that would be considered rules by royalty or whatever but yeah it comes Celia when you know and that was kind of like a heartbreaking moment for at least for me as a viewer because I saw the interaction between you know Alice and King Max and then all of a sudden you find out he's got an arranged marriage. You can tell he does not want to do it, but there's that little part of him who's like, I'm king. I probably should do this. And she comes to visit the castle early, thanks in part to the advisor who is clearly Ooh, trying to just could, make this right. alley go away. Right. So she comes, She yes, she comes early. She is not welcomed by anybody except for the throne keeper. Mm -hmm. um, and you could you could tell that Max didn't even want her there yet. <laughs> no, well, it yeah, they didn't. She didn't even remember meeting Max's daughter before. Right. She's like, remember we met at the Christmas or the birthday or Easter or something. She's like, oh yes, and she brings her this this gift. It's ballet slippers and a and a tutu. That's not her. Right. That is not Theodore whatsoever. And she, she let is. her know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, you can just tell that. Cecilia was just there for the arrangement and to be queen and all that kind of starts to come out throughout the next couple of scenes where you know they talk about sending Princess Theodora off to a boarding school because that's what Cecilia did and that's what King Max had done and and you can tell that he's so talking about that too one of my that was probably one of the and the only really saddest part yeah, because it was all in front of her, that well, conversation. That, but when she went to, she she took off and she, of course, went to where her her and her mom's favorite place was and she the was crying house. and Allie went and found her mm -hmm. and talked to her and and really even tried to be on the princess's side, well, the other princess right what was her name 
Well, there was Cecilia. Cecilia, Cecilia yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, even said that maybe maybe you can grow to like her, right. you know, and, and uh, you can come visit me if your dad lets you. And this yeah. is all about sending her way to boarding school. And yeah. I believe that's when he, of course, he ran to find her too. So you can tell through the whole thing that he really does love his daughter. Mm -hmm. um, and then it comes out later um, when he decides, well, let's, let's go to the dance. Yeah. So um, governesses really are supposed to just be in the background in the like scene off to the background, but not heard. And how did she get there? She got invited by the right. king and his daughter. Yeah. His daughter. So, I don't think he would have, though, had his daughter not said something first because he exactly. He yeah, hesitated. he did. And I think that was just more because he would have been, he was uncomfortable with the fact that, you know, his feelings are for her and there she would be here when you have Cecilia over here. And then he and, had a kingdom yeah. to answer to, too, because you were not to have the help there. So. Yeah, yes. So this is where the story gets a little bit deeper for uh, the lady who is the head of the kitchen crew, because she loans her this beautiful red gown that was hers when she was younger. And do you um, think she went with the butler to that dance? You know, I don't know. I, I think so, because didn't they say something about she danced with I, I'd have to see it again. I'm not quite sure, but you I hear the story about I'm this pretty young sure man. They the two of them, just a short little clip, talked mm -hmm. about it. Yes. And I, I saw, I think that, that part. Um, yeah. Okay. So yes. she gives her she gives her this perfect red dress that her mut that so that so that lady's mom actually yes. was the same stuff before. Mm -hmm. It was gorgeous. Yes. Perfect. Yes, and she, yeah, fit her perfectly. She looked absolutely beautiful and she fit right in. And, you know, Cecilia saw her and of course she was very territorial, you know, and. Um, I had to you, laugh because when she was introduced and like, you know, everybody's like, go oh, somebody from wait, New York, New York. <laughs> yes. Like we didn't know. And, and then she to herself, she said so much for staying in the background. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's what I loved about um what was his name? Fer Fergus. Fergus. Is that he's he's like, hold on. And he introduced her. He didn't have to do that, I don't I think, know. because she just to help. But he's like, you know what? She deserves she, it. He liked and it. It was awesome. Kitty. Yeah, he did. And then you see the interaction between him and the head, uh, the lady who's head of all the cooks and everything. He's and, like, you know, is that your dress? And she's like, Yes. And he was made comment about remembering yes all those years back and so you kind of like okay is that the guy who she was telling yeah you know, Allie's character about that's where I got just it. amazing yes because you find out that um it was just timing for them and you know like they both ended up you know went their separate ways ended up getting married and then widowed and then now they think they're too old you know to fall in love again but here they are living in the same castle and they're in the same place and so they're just enjoying the fact that Allie gets to be at the party and, um, but there's, there's trouble brewing and it's not even like, you know, we talked about the movie not being dark. It's not like dark trouble, but you know, the, the prince is supposed to propose to the Cecilia 
as you know part of this arranged marriage and when he goes to um get the ring to to just he finally just says okay i'm just gonna do it the ring is gone and it's it was his mother's ring i believe mm-hmm. if i remember correctly well it's the royal royals yes ring. yeah yes the royal family because yes. it kept being passed down mm-hmm. so this ring is missing and you're not quite sure who took it however i was sure <laughs> yeah well you know and i was like okay you know obviously you know your first thing thought could have been princess theodore but then i'm like okay did someone else take it to try to make Allie's character look bad which is what ends up they tried to do and that could yeah. have been too yeah because then cecilia puts it in you know king max's mind well you know she you know she could have taken it you know she's a commoner she's mm, you know, I, like she was, I didn't think she was said it to the king i thought that's who she I'll have to double check. I thought that that had been said to him because he's like, there's no way she'd take that. Well, he, okay. He overheard her saying that to what's his. Oh, not, maybe the not, advisor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's who that's she was saying it, was. it to. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, Which, no she way. knew he would take her side. Oh, well, of course. And that was he her was only walking friend. By and he heard that and he turned around. Okay. And said, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. So you, you know, she leaves. But then the because, next scene, and this is and then, one of my favorite parts. Yes. Would you like to tell it? Sure. So, so in the meantime, well, I, I think Allie did say I would never do something like that. And then yeah, she, she was confronted by yes. Cecilia. Yeah. And so she went, um, she went upstairs and Theodora was in there crying. And she sat down and talked to her. And she, you know, was crying, saying she was sorry, you know, when she didn't want her dad to marry her and blah, 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 blah. So that went on. And so Max, then the king walked in. And I think at that time, Allie had the ring in her hand and said she would take the blame for it. But right away, Theodora looked at her dad and said, I'm sorry. So she admitted to taking it. And of course, that could have been a scandal with the prince well, yes. doing that. So Allie again told the king, "I, I will, you know, you, you can let me take the blame." Yeah, and that's when he so kindly said that he would just say that he left it on his desk. Yes. Um, but the neatest part to me was then um, she had stood up so he could see her. Um, well, I think he said, I think it's time to go down to the, to the ball. Yes. Yeah. Him and the and, princess were expected. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? It might be mixed up. Well, um, Allie had made the decision to leave because she's like, you know, I think right. I just need to she, leave. she said, I think I should just go ahead and leave anyway. And she ran out, Theodora ran over and hugged her and didn't want her to leave and cried and so on and so forth and and then he said come on we need to go and then yeah he looked at her and at right after right after theodore said i will really miss you and then he said i will too yes that got me i'm not usually super emotional when it comes to movies but that just that little line there it's like you know he wanted to tell her to stay but he couldn't because he's supposed to be marrying this cecilia lady and 
but it, then it gets interesting. Oh, wait a minute. That. May, you know, you know, the part that, so throughout, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff said about his dad, maybe three times. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, the, the throne keeper, whatever he, his job was, yeah. would bring up what his duties were all the time. Yeah. Always throwing um, it in his face. Like when your father that, would have been he this. Did that. But as far as actual talking about so Max talking about his dad, I only remember about three times and it wasn't really bad, bad. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, like mm -hmm. he, he wasn't abused or anything. I think his dad was just taking his position the way that the Royal family supposed to. Yes. Very seriously. Right. Um, but I don't think like he was punished and all that kind of stuff. He did what the royal family did. So yes, he went to boarding school. Yes, his dad wasn't around. They never did say anything about his mom. I don't remember. No, and no. you know, and like, so you, you wonder, get... wonder what happened to the queen. I mean, yeah, you know, I she must know. have passed, but they right. never brought it up. Yeah, I, I don't ever remember hearing anything, and and you nothing know, was said about his relationship with his mother. You no, know, because I, not I at did all. notice that. I kept looking for that. Um, mm -hmm. but the, the one thing that stuck in my mind that he felt bad about, and that came from his dad was when he was going to take his daughter down to the ball and he had told her how beautiful she looked. Mm -hmm. And he said, you look just like your mother. Yeah. And she said, I'm sorry, daddy. And he said, why would you be sorry? And she said, because I know if that makes you think of her, you're sad. And that broke my heart. And he said that that's not true. It doesn't make him sad. He actually likes to think of her yeah. and he thinks about her every day. And she said, but you never talk about her. Mm -hmm. And he said, because my dad taught me that you hold your feelings inside. Mm -hmm. Very proper, straightforward, show no emotions. Yeah. And he said, and that ends here. And that's when, yeah, that's when everything changes mm -hmm. in the movie. Yeah. But that, that was another part. And, and that's the only time that I really remember him saying like something his dad taught him. Right. right? And that wasn't something that he liked. The other parts was, you know, I don't know, just, just when the throne guy would say, you know, well, the king did this or that or yeah, whatever. And he yeah. would just go, well, so what? Yeah. He, yeah. You know, and, so you know, he, he takes really, that. Oh, go ahead. There just really wasn't a whole lot of talk. I mean, you could tell that that Max didn't agree with the way his dad was, but also knew that that was part of the royal thing. And he just wasn't into yes. that. But he didn't really go into that he had a, an awful childhood and right so he just wanted more of a presence from his from his dad <laughs> I swear that wasn't mine this time <laughs> you know what because my extra one that I only use for stuff mm -hmm. was not it has to be shut off there <laughs> sorry about that there you go sorry oh, everybody but no I you know I like how he takes how King Max then takes that stuff that he wanted from his childhood and then all of a sudden it was like you know like you said that ends here this is how it's going to be and he 
calls off that arranged marriage. You know, he makes this big announcement. And I'm like, I'm, you're expecting an engagement. And it's like, that's not going to happen. And then I feel like the ending just kind of like is snowballs from there. You know, so she's you not know what going else to I liked school. about when he said that was he didn't apologize. Nope. He's like, this is just how it's going to be. And he wasn't embarrassed by it. It was just, see, he was being real too, which is why I thought yeah. the two of them would make such a good couple. But so go ahead. So you can do the ending part. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll do up until then. I'll let you, I'll let you finish it off. But yeah. just, um, you know, see, so yeah, so you find out there's no more arranged marriage and no boarding school. And she's going to stay home with him. And at this point, Allie has already left. And she's kind of, you know, roaming around town. You know, I think she ends up at a, what was it, like their city hall type area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's just kind of wandering around, like, I don't even know if she really knows what she's thinking, but she's just kind of like, you know, taking everything in from that night. And um, you see Prince Max right up on this horse looking for her. And just kind of like taking her by surprise, like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting married. And she jumps on he, his horse. And she jumps on his horse and he rides her back. So it's like you get your fairy tale ending, like, you know, the, it wasn't like white horses, horse, it was like black the horse, horse thing. Yeah. Like well, that was, thing. yeah. And that was their thing where they bonded, where they had that moment where, like, okay, something's going on here. It was during, you know, horseback riding and, well, I think the first, open up. I think the very first part where he, where, where he realized something was going on was when he walked in and she was talking to his horse at the very beginning. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. She was talking to him and he's like, are you talking to my horse? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, yeah, said, yeah. oh my, no, she said, oh, my not supposed to. Yeah. He, backed up well, he, he said, I do it. And then he went up yeah. and then when she left again, she was awkward. Mm-hmm. when she you know am I supposed I'm not going to curtsy again because I might <laughs> won't do it right yeah, right yeah well you know she spent all day just getting told no 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 <laughs> and then yeah she's so she's talking to this whole horse and she's like oh but no it, it literally and then ends he said to the horse so you like her don't you yeah and he because said animals know. yeah and, and so it, it basically ends with him bringing her back to the castle and yeah. And you get the whole live happily ever after. Well, you know, that's what I'm assuming because they don't go any farther than that. You know, in most cases, you know, some of these movies will end with in marriage. And well, really, you just see them coming to the back castle, here. Though, when they pulled up to the castle and he brought her back because the butler's one that said, you better go get her. Yeah. Um, but so when he brought her back, his daughter did not know, Theodore did not know that he was going to get her. So she ran out with the butler and yeah. he, she, he, she said, you brought her back. Yeah. And then it was to stay mm-hmm. and they all hugged and then he kissed her. Yes. And that's when Theodora looked up and she knew that that's who he was going to marry. Yeah. So it's like you don't actually up. see it, but they give you that ending where you're like, oh, yeah, they get there happily ever after. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was a great movie. Very good movie. I think it was a very feel-good movie. Like I said, I don't really think there was any dark spots. They, you know, 
very, very, very little negativity. If anything, it was just like those three little parts about, you know, what he was supposed yeah. to do, whatever, which wasn't even bad. I mean, I right. think everybody now, since our actual one of our uh, princes, <laughs> Prince, is it Henry? Yeah. Oh, Harry. Harry. It's Harry. Yeah. It's now in the United States and no longer part of the royal family. Yeah. I think everybody kind of knows now for sure if they didn't before how the royal family is supposed to act and what happens when you don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like one life I would not want. Just, you know, I don't, I don't ever like feeling like I can't be myself. And that would be a very tough position to be in or very tough role to play. <laughs> yeah. So I have to say, I mean, I always knew there was royal families, you know, Queen Elizabeth, whatever you learn through history, but it wasn't until they, uh, so King Henry, well, princess die a little bit. I, I was pretty young or I think I was, I had my youngest when she passed. Yeah. I was a freshman in high school. Cause I remember we had to do like current events. So that would have been like 98. Cause I remember we had to do current events and like in, in, right social studies that next day and that was that was the, everyone's current event she in a car accident i can't remember yes now. yeah because yeah. the paparazzi chased her through that tunnel and they yeah. they wrecked in there yeah yeah so but she was quite scandalous for the royal family because mm -hmm. she was kind of one of those two that didn't want to go by all their royal yeah. stuff but well and she was a commoner as well Yes. Yeah. Yes. So as and that, began, and that began that in in the yeah. um, England royalty. Um, Henry and let's see. So Charles was her husband, correct? Yes. Yes. And then there was Henry and Harry, correct? Uh, no, um, friends? William. William. Yes. William. Where am I getting Henry? Was that a brother? Who's the brother? Well, Harry is the brother. William is the oldest. Harry is the okay, youngest. Okay, who was Princess Di married to? Charles. So they're two That's boys. Queen's son. Yes, they're two boys together. together. What are their two boys' names? The two boys are, are you're talking Princess Diana's boys? Yeah. William and Harry. Okay. Yeah. So. And then they've got what children of their who's own. Charles, Charles' brother. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't well, because he's that. had a lot to do with what's going on. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not sure. Okay. So, Harry is the one that married Megan. Yes. And they are now in California living. Yeah, in the United States, just doing their own thing. Yeah. And they got kicked out of the royal family. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, um, the queen actually had been still continued um, monetarily wise supporting him behind oh, okay. behind the royalties back. I um, think family, yeah. I would think, have to make a difference at some point. Well, but the queen, the queen doing that behind because, OK, the, the queen is just like our president role. Um, yeah. She does. She's the head honcho. <laughs> mm, that's not. That's kind of wrong. And that's what I'm oh, okay. trying to say. Is even though we have a president that's supposed to be over the United States, 
he doesn't have a single say. Oh, the yes. Senate, the mm -hmm. Senate decides with him and can go against anything that he says. So yes, when people are blaming the president for, you know, whatever president, I'm not talking about one in particular, but just right. somebody always, every time we have the president, they blame the president for everything that's happening. Yes. And what I'm trying to say is that he doesn't make those decisions on his own. He, he might put them on the table, but, he, but they get, they can get vetoes overturned everything. So yeah, he's not totally responsible for everything. Okay. Yeah. He's not like the almighty power. He's and the yeah. same way with the queen. Okay. So yeah. that, that position runs the same way in the Royal family. So she's just like the president over England, mm -hmm. but she has the whole Royal family to answer to, and they have a board. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. And I did not until I watched the documentary um, of her son okay. and Megan. And Megan, well, actually, Megan started it with taking doing an interview for Netflix. Mm -hmm. And in, in that interview, she, that's when I finally, I mean, I watched that. I know a lot of people weren't going to watch it because they thought it'd be boring. Mm -hmm. But when I watched that, I learned what I never knew really went on in a royal family. I mean, I knew the curtsy in and the balls, all the, all, all the stuff that was supposed to be glamorous, but mm -hmm. I didn't know that like the prince and the princesses, like they didn't actually live in the castles. They, oh, yeah. they had their own little places on the grounds, mm -hmm. but not actually in the castle. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that they could not have any kind of um, life outside the castle. They yes. couldn't have friends outside the castle. Yeah. Um, Megan was not allowed to go anywhere or talk to anybody. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, like they had no control over their lives whatsoever. See, so didn't I read that they have to like, wear stockings at all times like if they wear dresses and they have to be like so long and they have to like I think there's like really strict rules that come with everything everything a very very tough position and you know even like when um she was pregnant she had nobody nobody to talk to um her husband so we did Harry. we decide it was Harry yeah Harry yeah so Henry and Harry, her, his brother, William, mm -hmm. I thought, she, I thought that was their dad. Oh yeah. No, Charles is their dad. So, so William, and, William and Harry. Yeah. So William like totally took the Royal side and turned against his brother. Yeah. His dad quit talking to him altogether until he was in the United States. And once in a while, he started, he, he would like accept a call from him because mm -hmm. he wouldn't accept any calls from him. Then once in a while he did. Um, and they started getting closer. And like I said, the queen behind the Royals back was sending him money. Gotcha. But once Megan had spilled her guts, mm -hmm. I cried through it. Oh, what? see, I haven't seen it, but now I think I'm going to watch it. 
I cried through it because, it, well, first of all, I didn't know all that stuff was happening, but I thought, how horrible the life. I mean, all these years I thought, oh, what, wouldn't, it, wouldn't that be wonderful to like be in a right family? Yeah. Nice dresses and, and have all the most beautiful things and all that. And you hear Megan's side and how she had to live. And I thought, oh, that poor girl. Um, yeah. But she tells it all and she knows, she knows that she's going to be in trouble and that they're going to be in trouble. But the cool thing is, so Henry is like his mom. Mm -hmm. And they bring up his mom, but he's, and they um, bring up the what she had to live like and, and why yeah. her depressions and all that. Yeah, say so I knew that she had suffered from depression, but you know, if but I remember why, correctly. Because she had to live that life. Yeah. And I think when I was younger, I think I remember hearing, I feel like Harry has always kind of been like the black sheep. Like I, I, I think I remember him like being out the partier. I think I remember him getting in trouble a decent amount. Like I think I'm like, he there, I remember hearing stories. Yeah. So um, you can tell that they're definitely, the boys are definitely different. Um, so I'm not surprised that he, you know, took himself out of the Royal family equation because he just seemed like he was the more laid back down to earth really, I'm sure that's part of his um, being defiant, but he really loves Megan. Yeah. And, and it really, really upset him when she wanted a doctor with her being pregnant and they would not allow her a doctor. And he, and he was, he was out doing his duties and couldn't be with her. And he was like on the phone with her and he knew that she was extremely depressed mm -hmm. and he asked the Royal family to get her somebody and they wouldn't do it. That is and you'll see, and you'll hear all that. If you watch the documentary that, yeah, I'm going to so try to catch it this weekend. He was really, really in love with her. It wasn't just being defiant and leaving the royal family. He was really, really in love with Megan, and what yeah. they have another child now. Oh, so is that three now or two? I don't even know. I think just two. And Archie, maybe it's maybe it's the older ones, um, William and Kate, that have three. You know, I don't but, even pay any attention to them. That that just upset me so much. But let me search this, and so we don't get in trouble here. All right, because I know their first one is Archie. Because I just thought that was the cutest little name for Harry. And, and, oh my uh, gosh, he's so cute. See, yeah, see, I haven't I seen that. They I had just, a boy and they had a girl. Oh, they may have. I mean, I, I'm going to look. Yeah, I don't, I don't normally keep up on it. But uh, when there's baby news, I, I like to at least see him walk out like they always have and get a glimpse of the baby. Because I love babies. Oh, okay. Never mind. What's up? I forgot. I you forgot. Uh, we're recording. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we've done that a couple times and I almost feel like we have to explain why we get really nervous about <laughs> recording. Well, my <laughs> thing is the time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Like that okay. first time we tried to do that very first one and we, <laughs> we forgot to hit record. <laughs> right. That was all on me. <laughs> oh, we eventually got it figured out though. Okay, do, do. Yeah, but like, I didn't know the first time, like to hit record, I thought the video was part of recording. 
All right. Um, if you don't hit video, I guess you don't see each other. Right. It's all. Yeah. You still okay. get an audio. Yeah. We, we figured that out. <laughs> How many children do? Do I even call him a prince anymore? I would just do. You could probably do Megan and Harry and they'll bring it right up. I there. bet. Because I think they forfeited all of their tiles too. So they, they may they not had even to. include they that. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have a choice. They were taken, their rights were taken away. It's just crazy. Like you, you live one life for so long, at least for Harry, then you're like absolutely it just did not be your life anymore. That had to be quite the adjustment. Or relief. I don't know. Gee, you know what? You're you usually right about everything. Okay, so they are considered the Duke and the Duchess of Sussex. Oh, okay. So they so they still still have, have some a, sort of title. Yeah, so that must, I wonder where, I'd like to know where that came from. Yeah, because, uh, but I know he's like no longer a prince or whatever. Okay, wait. This does not make sense yet. I wonder why they had a forfeit like other things. No, it they says, still gave him like the once Prince Charles ascends the throne, Harry and Meghan's two children will become grandchildren of the reigning monarch. Yeah, well, I mean, there's still a and bloodline yeah. there, so yeah. Well, no, it has to be a decision because their father was no longer part of his world. Right. I I don't know. I'm just kind of surprised yeah, that bloodline. So he got taken down from being a prince of right. England. Because you got to wonder if, like, say those one of those boys decides, hey, or whether his son decides, you know, hey, I want to be part of this royal lifestyle. You got to wonder if that's something that, yeah, if that just automatically would go to him or if he would have to, you know, get permission or whatever to like rejoin the royal family it'd be interesting to see how that would work out okay so they right as of right now they have two children but they have the second one's a girl okay um but she's pregnant again oh is she oh, okay well there maybe that's where i was getting the well, third but it says june 6 june 6 it says oh wait i'm sorry don't expect a baby, number three. Oh. Harry and Megan have both spoken about only wanting two kids. A couple has spoken multiple times. So, two. Two? Well, there you go. Boy and a girl. I'm trying, yeah. I'm that try works. I'm trying to remember the girl's name, though. So, I'm trying to find that. Um, yeah, that poor, that poor girl, she came in after her brother, and then he was like, you know, headline news there for a while, and Okay, so this is pretty, if I could pull it up. So let's see if their daughter will have a royal title because it says that after turbulent year, the news that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have welcomed a second child offered some welcome relief for fans of the couple. On Sunday, June 6th, the Sussexes announced that their daughter, 
Lilibet had been born. So it's Lilibet. Aw, cute little names. But what title, if any, will the second child have? They're like way down the line, I know. So this, yeah, so they're dukes now, dukes and duchess. But as a child of the Duke of Sussex, the new baby would normally take the title of a lord or a lady. However, revelations from the couple during their interview will be Oprah Winfrey. That was it. That's who the interview's with. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you what. I hope Oprah sees us. I love, love, loved the things that Oprah did for people and everything. Mm -hmm. But in this documentary, she asked questions that she knew Megan could get in a lot of trouble for. And Megan would tell her that and she would push it and push it and push it. Did Megan answer the questions eventually? No. And, and um, she, so she, in, in the first part of the interview, it was just Megan and Oprah, Oprah. And then, and then he came in. Okay. And he was so supportive, but he actually told a little bit more than Megan did. And she would like sometimes go to stop him because that she, just shows the fear, I would think, of, you know. So, um, controversially, Megan claimed that rather than choosing to forego a title for their first child, Archie. As was wildly reported, the couple were actually told by the firm that Archie would not receive a title. Wow. They were saying they didn't want him to be a prince or, or a princess, which would be different from protocol, and that he wasn't going to receive any kind of security. And that was one of their biggest fears and why they came to the United States was so they would get security because they were not, they had no security. In, it's just insane so like it just kind of leaves them out there to fend for themselves and that's exactly what they did that was their punishment okay so once prince charles ascends the throne harry megan's two children will become grandchildren of the reigning monarch and become eligible for hrh titles so archie would become his royal highness prince archie this is because male line grandchildren of a monarch are currently entitled to be his or her royal highness due to a letters patent by King George. Hmm. So um, it is possible that Prince Charles may issue a new letters patent, patent which would limit the HRH title to heir to the throne and their immediate family to reflect that the duties of the royal family have evolved. I can wow. see I can see him like refusing to allow them to be part of it. Probably. I just because it's been this way for so long and the fact that they're not even part of the family anymore. Oh yeah, they're probably like, yeah, no. So he dropped his HRH title and stepped away from royal duties. I don't know, I guess they can take away the titles and whatnot, but there's still that bloodline. <laughs> it's like, you know, title okay. So now but Harry and Megan's new child is the du Duke of York. 
who was born second in line in 1960, and he'll move down to ninth place. Crazy. It's just, it's so complicated to me, but like I said, you know, growing up, you know, everything to me seemed like it was just such a cool thing. And oh, yeah, tiaras and dresses and yeah, balls. Yeah, but there's that very dark side to it. So that's why I'm glad that, you know, this movie didn't, because they could have gone dark. They could have. They could have. <laughs> and they, they did. And, you know, some of the other hall, because I think it's a Hallmark movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or is it a Netflix movie? No, okay, movie. so, you know, a lot of these. I, uh, I think the Hallmark really, movies. really tries to make everything a beat, all their movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it, it, when you go to Netflix, and I love Netflix, but when you go to Netflix, they're not concerned about that because they're not known for that. Yeah, they, they deal with a little bit darker stuff. So, yeah, I think it was, it's kind of a refreshing movie when it comes to seeing, you know, a royal family. That's why I get so disappointed on December 26th when there's no more Hallmark Christmas movies. The DVR, all that stuff. Or do what I do and buy the DVDs. Yeah, (laughs) which you still owe me some. Every time you say you're going to bring me some, you don't. You know, when I say I'm coming down to the shop. I should say bring me some DVDs. You should, because I will literally, they've been on my table. Okay. <laughs> and I even watched I even watched Clark Griswold the other day and I'm like, I need to get this over to Christy. You think I remember? Should have brought it today. I wouldn't even and I wouldn't even remember the name of that. So Yeah, let's call it Clark. Everyone knows Clark. <laughs> Except, <me. laughs> Except Well you you recognize Clark Griswold, you just didn't recognize the the actual name of the movie. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think we should tell everybody um, how much we've enjoyed this. And um, also I'd like to remind everybody to continue to sending questions. I did post again today. Um, I can't remember if it was on Instagram or Facebook, but um, popular Christmas movies and then said, which one would you like us to watch and review? Yes, we'll take suggestions. So we will take suggestions. Otherwise we're going to keep picking and it's going to be melinda's turn next yes and it's been a really really busy time for both of us the last couple weeks um next week's probably going to be busier for melinda but we're still going to try to get everything in so this week we need to do two more still we got this so you have the next movie you don't have to tell anybody right now because i like it to be a surprise Yes, I will have it be a surprise. Just make sure that you um, tell me so I can watch it. I will do that. And I had a hard time finding this on streaming services the last couple of years, which is why I bought it on DVD. So I will bring well, I can't it to watch DVD. It? Well, no, I haven't looked this year. I, I stopped looking since I have it on DVD, but I'll look to make sure. And that if not, I will definitely get you that DVD. I'll bring it tomorrow. But uh yeah, um, my husband, he tried to get me to watch this for years. And I was just like, meh. And now I love it. So I, I really have to check out. I'm not. Me. I promise that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, only my husband will know what that is. But I'm hoping. But yeah, at least like Christy said, if you guys have anything you want to want us to check out. And again, if this yeah. is your first time watching this from now, I think we decided until like December 22nd or December 23rd. 
we will be trying to review at least two Christmas movies a week. Um, that's not what we normally do, but we these movies that we do review always have some kind of struggle. So in ending this, what do you think was the biggest struggle in The Crown for Christmas? Um, I think I think there was a lot of the characters had each of their individual struggles, but I think the main struggle True. was um, the the fear of doing what you think you should be doing as opposed to what's right. You know, you saw uh, King Max struggle with that. You know, he's got his advisor over here saying, well, your dad was a great king and he did this and he did this, but he also has <laughs> the the kid inside of him who didn't have his dad around as often, who didn't do the snowball fights with him, who didn't take him places. And he's got his daughter who, you know, no longer has her mother, you know, he's widowed. So he's, he's struggling with trying to find that balance between being a good king to his country and also being a good father. And I think that struggle there, you can see that. But then of course, you know, when you bring in Allie's character, she makes up her life that you can, you know, you can do both, but it's more fun to, you know, to do more of the non-traditional stuff but I, I just think that struggle for him was I think one of the bigger things that we got to see but you named more than one that that's true maybe just the struggle of trying to find that balance between being king and being a father I am going to look up and see if they will actually tell yeah because like like we mentioned you know everybody there's all these individual struggles from Allie to the siblings to even poor Fergus had his with his See, to lady me, from before. If I do an overall what the biggest struggle was um, not, not wanting to live the royal life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period. That, that I, to me, that was the biggest. And I think he had that from the time he was a child. So. Yeah, because I think he just saw all the stuff that his dad was doing and here this poor kid was being sent off to, you know, boarding school and everybody else was taking care of him as opposed to, you know, his father. Yeah, like you mentioned, we don't even hear about his mom. So did he lose his mom at a young age? Was, you know, was he an adult? You know, you just, you don't get much background on it. So I'm reading the reviews. Ooh, what did they say? Um, let's see. This was, gosh, they're they're watching it awful early. This was in May. Well, watched Crown for Christmas with not the highest of expectations. Fairly mixed, actually. While loving Christmas for as long as can be remembered, and liking particularly Rupert. Henry Jones, and other things, Hallmark has been very variable, veering towards average or less more than once when it comes to films of their mixing Christmas and royalty. The title sounded sweet, but concept sounded, the concept sounded so been there, done that, and flimsy. Well... But he continued with Crown for Christmas turned out to be much better than expected yeah. and well above average and even really quite good. My daughter loves the movie. She's this 13. Is the same person. Yeah. 
which is not what the plot synopsis, how do you say that? Sim, synopsis? Synopsis. Synopsis indicated that it would be if it was executed wrongly. It may not be flawless or a masterpiece, but it is for me one of the best Hallmark Christmas films out there. There you go. Um, sure, it is thin in story, occasionally silly, and can be very predictable. A lot of situations being quite over-familiar and lacking freshness. Did have reservations here and there with Danica. Mostly she is appealing, but she also overdoes it for my liking at times. Hmm. What the part about being scared of doing the wrong thing in the royal family? That's the only thing I could think of that she overdoes it. Yeah, maybe. Which I, I would think I would feel that way if I was put in that situation. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I think she played the part well, but anyway. Yeah. Um, the next one is um, Ellie Evans raised her siblings after the death of their parents. She is unfairly fired as a hotel maid. Despite that, she turns in a lost expensive watch belonging to King Maximilian. His butler, Fergus, notices her admirability, her mortality, and after further checks, he hires her to be the governess. Wait, what's the, this is relatively fair Hallmark movie. I love Danica and she excludes goodness. The king is a bit of a dud, but is supposedly, but is he supposed to be slightly stiff. The girl is good. Quite frankly, the relationship between Allie and the girl is more important than any standardized king and the calmer romance. So, well, you know, we were talking about how well I think the, the king or that the daughter was cast for him because yeah. I had to look them up because I thought they were related <laughs> because they look, I think they look alike, like they did well with that. But I think all their actors together, especially those three. I think they did well together. Huh. Um, I, I do too. This next one kind of surprised me. Hallmark mixes the sound of music made in Manhattan and the King and I to come up with this better than average film. Do you think okay, that I can see I can see made in Manhattan? Yeah. I, I can see that movie being the same type of oh, but the sound plot. of music. I've never seen the sound of music. <laughs> You have. <laughs> I haven't. I know. Okay, that's not a Christmas one, but we will talk about that sometime. That is my all-time favorite. Oh, is it? Now, I know Julie Andrews is in it, I, but that's all. Like, And I think the guy who played the dad, did he just passed recently, but I cannot think of his name. Oh, well. But I, I've never seen besides it. Besides Julie Andrews, I wouldn't remember any of the names, but I could, I could sing every single song in it, and I can tell you the whole movie. Oh, yeah. No, but I could I I'll have to watch actors it. names? No. <laughs> okay. So if you remember the difference with me, and I told you this a long time ago that I like musicals. Mm -hmm. I love musicals. Like my favorite is Glee. That I've show, that. the show Glee. Oh, my God. Like my musicals, like I've seen Hairspray. My daughter is now obsessed with Hamilton. So I've been watching that with her. Grease? Oh, yeah. Grease. I love Greece. Um, I love Greece too, as well. Okay, <laughs> that's <sense>. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what's what's the one that has. Uh, oh my gosh! He calls her baby. They dance. 
he's a dance teacher. He's considered low life and her family's rich. And I don't know. Her family calls her baby. Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of the name? But I just oh, dirty dancing, dirty dancing. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of a musical to me too, even though they don't sing, but there's a lot of music in it. And, yeah. And dancing. That's a great movie. Those are the kind of movies that, that I really get into. Um, okay, here's another view. Yes to Crown for Christmas. After I watched the movie, I discovered the actress played Winnie the Wonder Years. Yeah, she's Winnie. She is. That's how um, I know her. Yeah. She plays a 31 old in this film. She didn't look 31 in the film, I didn't think. No. And then the next one said, love this movie, interesting story and cast. Another one says, one of the best royal romance movies I've seen. Oh, warning, spoiler. Allie lives in New York with her brother and sister. Wait a minute. Oh, so, geez. I could have just read this and did this. Got the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's got the whole movie. But the favorite part was how Allie and Max meet cute at the beginning. Made it way to the ending, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like you could tell right away when they accidentally met, which they didn't exchange names, that that they had a chemistry. Little something, yep. There was a little something there. But I still didn't find the biggest struggle. So they're just gonna have to we we all have different opinions, right? Yeah, absolutely. I just think the I just think that it's kind of based on the whole struggle of being part of a royal family. Again. Oh yeah, um, and and all those other things. Well, losing his wife wouldn't be part of the royal thing, but the way that he uh, handled his grieving was part of the royal thing of losing his mm-hmm. wife. So it yeah. still goes back to the royal thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the way he was raising his daughter, even though he wanted to be differently, still was the royal thing. Right. So. That's just my opinion. I think that was the biggest struggle was that he didn't want to be part of a royal family. He wanted just to be a a normal me and you. Yeah. There's such a thing. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, my normal and your normal, but I mean, I think we're pretty awesome. So we're pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, why not want to be normal? (laughs) Again, whatever that is. Exactly. Okay, so um, good night, everybody. Um, yeah, we are recording at night because we're both yeah. very busy people. And this yeah. is when we have that little bit of quiet time. So again, send your questions in. Um, Melinda, go ahead and tell them again for the new people that are watching where they can reach out to you. If they want to ask you for a movie to watch. Yeah, I am on Instagram. You can find me at uh, Mama Weigel. And that's it's yeah w-e-i-g-l-e because it's impossible to spell <laughs> it took me a year to get it right after i got married i felt awful <laughs> it was horrible new wife can't spell her last name right but yeah and that's that's where you can you can get a hold of me easier because i mean i'm on facebook every now and then but not yeah we not don't need much. that that's more personal yeah. stuff. um 
and also you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna see if you guys can't vote her in to be uh get paid for being a movie reviewer because she's so good at all the actors names and the producers and their their background even though we didn't talk a lot about that tonight which is fine because yeah. we did talk about the movie and i think it was my turn so i did more than she did but she knew more than i did as far as names goes well actually i helped out tonight didn't i yeah you did yeah Usually she's the bigger one though. Anyway, you can reach me on Instagram at, um, if you type in my name, Christy Collier, or you can put a uh, struggle winner either way. And you can find me there and send me a message and tell me. And also you can watch us on Spotify and Google podcast and Apple podcast. And there's like about six other platforms. So, okay. So we'll be excited to hear some comments and hear what kind of movies you'd like us to watch. Yes. Bye, right, everybody. All right. Until next time. See ya.